0: Guess who's back? Back again. File is back. Tell a friend. But don't tell them until you've finished listening, because, like Aerosmith, larking about with an extinction level asteroid strike, I don't want you to miss a thing. This is part two of my Sinister Pigeon Investigation. The Sinister Pigeon Investigation for Hermitage FM, conducted by Simon File. Part 2. It's seven days since we broke this story. The inventor of garages in the UK, the singer Craig David, once spent seven days getting intimate blisters with a woman he hardly knew. That life is not for me. Doubtless, you've spent the week counting those same seven days, waiting to hear what happened next. Maybe you used a calendar, or your fingers. Unless you've lost a hand in a firework accident, in which case it's Thursday now and you can't be listening to this as we broadcast on a Saturday morning. So please join the other hands-free individual in the room down the corridor where they're serving soup on account of the knife and fork dichotomy being somewhat insensitive to your kind. This is no place for the sensitive.
1: My name is Bernie and I need to talk to you about something serious.
0: When I first heard those words, my heart sank because I thought I was in for a lecture about women's problems. But no, seems Bernie from Saturday lunchtimes has also been flapped up the wrong way by the pigeon.
1: Some would describe it as disturbing, but as a forasorizaholic, I would say it's been truly alarming, ominous and vexing. Or better still, I can use all of the songs. Troublesome, worrisome, and bothersome.
0: I'll tell you what's bothersome, Bernie. You've clearly put a lot of thought into this answer. Perhaps you've developed a relationship with the pigeon.
1: At first he was just watching me. But then he would approach and stare me out. He won every time.
0: Coo-coo. I don't know if you heard that as clearly as I did. Bernie has developed Stockholm Syndrome. That's where you fall for your tormentor and end up taking a weekend mini-break to Sweden with them. We've not seen her since, so I can only assume the pigeon has chained her to a radiator somewhere in a tenement building, and she slowly... Wasting away. Hey! Starving. Hey! Emaciated.
1: What are you talking about? Never returning. I'm back on the air at 12.
0: Hey, man in the box, can you shut her up? She's spoiling the story. Okay, Mr. File. Can you get back into
1: the bag, please, Bernie?
0: What I needed was to speak to a real broadcaster about the pigeon.
1: Thank you for asking, Simon, because...
0: Unfortunately, I got Chris Naran.
1: I recognise that pigeon.
0: Chris, do you think you could explain how you feel about the pigeon with overly complex metaphors?
1: I don't want to be the one to put a lion amongst the cockatoos here. I don't follow. But I think it's up to something. Maybe it's from a wanted poster.
0: But you instinctively feel... It's bad. I can just feel that something's not right. Oh, please don't say that. I th- can feel it in my winky. Oh, too late. Talk is, of course, cheap. Unless you're writing each word on an individual 50 pound note, saying it aloud and then smoking it. On that basis, these sentences have already cost me well over a grand and I've not really said anything yet. Man in the box. Can you please arrange for this rubbish bin full of flaming 50-pound notes to be extinguished? Thank you. My point is, it's all very well talking about a problem. It's quite another to do something about it. In fact, those were the very words spoken by the doctor who prescribed my itchy bottom cream. Which brings me to Andy Jordan again. Not the bottom cream, but the demand for action. Action against the Sinister Pigeon.
1: Well, yes, yeah, something needs to be done about this. Now is the time for action. What, now? Oh, when, I, when I say now, not actually now, can you give me five seconds? Um, not quite ready at the moment. Okay. Yeah, now is the time for action. Great. Come on, let's do something. Action. C- uh, I'm not sure what we've got to do. Can, what, can you do something?
0: I must remain impartial.
1: I don't know what we're going to do, but it, it needs to be done now. Oh, hang on. No, the window of opportunity has closed. What? Um, oh. Might get another chance uh, shortly. I, I don't know. I mean, it's not the time for action right this second. Really? Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Don't tease me. Now, now is the time for action. Come on, do something. Action. Let's get this sorted. We just need action. I don't I don't, I don't know what we've got to do. I I no. I, Come on. Stop stressing me. Oh, we've missed our chance. We missed our chance, um... So... don't know if there's any more time for action. No action, then. Fancy a pint?
0: I still had a thirst, but not for alcohol. For action! And if I couldn't get any from someone else, I'd have to give myself the action. Once again, I'm back in Memorial Square. Hey, Pigeon! Yes, you, Pigeon! It's looking at me. This is notice of action. I want you to stop what you're doing quite literally terrifying some people. It's cooing. And now... Oh, God, no, no! It's coming for me! Oh, oh, the humanity again! I've just had this dry cleaned from last week. It was my finest chiffon ball gown. Let me tell you something. Nobody defecates on Simon Fire not even for money. I don't know yet how this story ends, well I do, the music and talking will stop and that will be the end, but before that end, I don't know how events will end. In seven days from now, you and I will have an answer. Be ready, just in case the pigeon comes for you, like a grey bullet, out of the sky. Shouting. For God's sake, Bernie, that was my line. Get back in your bag.